Hey friends, welcome to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And this week we are having another mental breakdown. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was just like, did we have something on the docket that we were actually talking about? (laughs) Not, not really, but. What are you having a mental breakdown about? Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Okay, so remember when we told you how Michelle and I, we got, well, I got the concerts mixed up for Third Eye Blind? Mm-hmm. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to the concert, Michelle. I'm going this weekend again. What are you talking about? Third Eye Blind. But didn't you just go last weekend? No, but I'm saying it's so, it was so good that I want to go again this weekend. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Joe I'm... and I were like the night of the concert. Joe was like, tell Michelle we're coming. We're coming. <laughs> was it really good? Michelle. Okay. Let me just, okay. Let me start from the beginning. So please do, because you started this with a mental breakdown. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to be a bad story. Like this concert was the worst. <laughs> No, I just feel like it's like, oh, Sam having more mental issues. Like what's new about this? (laughs) (laughs) But maybe someone else out there is struggling too. So maybe, maybe this will help them. Okay. All right. You tell me whatever story you're about to tell me. I don't even know where this is. Okay. I don't even have anything planned. I'm just going to ramble. So I don't know if you can tell, but I've rearranged my desk set up again. I I could not tell because it's the same every time. I don't know why you do this. Michelle, I, at this point, like I'm real, I'm worried that I move it too much. Like there's, it's not normal. Something's not right. But anyways, (laughs) something's not right. It's not right. So, uh, I think it was Friday that I started moving my stuff and the concert was, when was the concert? I think it was Friday night, Saturday night. Okay. Friday night, I think. Okay. I honestly can't remember. I don't even remember. Like my brain cannot hold anything. So it was the day of the concert. Mm -hmm. Third Eye Blind, Taking Back Sunday. You know, I was really excited, but then I also go through a thing of where I'm like, I get excited in the moment to make the plans. But then when the plans come, I'm like, I rather just stay home and hide from everyone. Like might as well just be dead at this point. Um, And so I was like stressing to Joe and I was like, I mean, maybe you should just go. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, we had plans. And I'm like, I know, but I didn't even really want to go. And I did, but it was just my brain talking. Mm -hmm. And um, so I start to rearrange my stuff the day of the concert. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I just like went into like a little frenzy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like rearranging my desk and doing stuff. And I don't know if it's because I was about to start my period, I don't know if it's because I had like five cups of coffee to try to take a shit because I don't have a regular (laughs) shit schedule. (laughs) This all already sounds like, yes, that is what was happening, but continue. So I like, I start crying. Like I literally Mm. cried like eight different times all in the span of like two hours. Like I just felt so I don't know. Like, I'm not going to go into it because I'll probably start crying now. But Mm -hmm. like, I just did not feel like myself. Like, I felt like the world was ending. Like, I thought I was going to die. It was just so gross. Like, I hated it. Like, and I just would, I would bend over and I was like bending over on my knees and I was just like Mm -hmm. crying. And then I'd be like, 
it's fine. It's fine. And I would like swallow my tears. And then I would just like start moving stuff around. And then I would go into like crying again. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Like just, and I would like try to breathe deep. And I'm just like, it's fine. Like, what are you so panicked about? Mm-hmm. So that happens like all day. And then of course, Joe wakes up and he's like, you ready to go to the concert? And I'm like, yep. My eyes are literally <laughs> like fucking red. I'm like, yep. No. Like, I'm like, don't want to show Joe my face too much because I've been crying all day. Oh. And he's like, all right, blah, blah. So we end up going to Tavern in the Square for dinner to meet up with our friends, Mike and Kate, who are going to the concert with us. And mm-hmm. Kate is a therapist and I like, she just sees through everyone's bullshit. And so I'm like, she's going to think I'm crazy or she's going to know something's wrong. Like her therapist ways are going to see through me. And so I was like, trying not to cry on our drive there. And Joe's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. Like, it's just nothing. It's fine. Cause I didn't want to be like, I don't know. I keep crying and I can't stop. Yeah. Blah, blah. So anyways, we sit down and we're like enjoying our dinner and I order a drink and, um, we started talking about like just anxiety and depression for some reason. I don't know. And she had mentioned, she was like, oh, I used to just like medicate myself with alcohol, but she was like, I don't do that anymore. And I'm like, oh, well, that's what I'm doing. Like I've already <laughs> cried like eight times today. So if I am, if I seem like a little off standish, that's why I was like, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. And everyone's like, no, what's wrong. And I'm like, I'm not getting into it. And she was like, do you need some Ativan? And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but oh, like, yeah. I just need, I need it all. Um, so then I'm just like sitting and I'm like, did I say too much? Like, should I have said that? Like, what oh. if they think I'm weird? Like I brought the dinner down, whatever. So I'm just like, let me order another drink. Let me just drink my sorrows away. Oh, so then we end up leaving and I'm like, it's fine. I'm in a safe space. Like they're not judging mm-hmm. me, blah, blah. So then we're driving and I'm still just like anxious from all the fucking coffee, the alcohol, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. my brain. And I'm just like trying to relax. I'm like, it'll be a good time. Be a good time. So we get there and I had never been to um, the place, the amphitheater where it was at. I don't remember what town, like Manchester or Mansfield. Mansfield. It was really nice. Like, it, I kind of felt like it was more like an amusement park area. Like, I felt like I was at, like, Six Flags or something. It was yeah. very... I liked it. It was, like, kind of, like, trees everywhere and, like, little outdoor lights and, like, little food stops. I don't know. It was really nice. Was not I like what I was place. expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they were making it sound like it was awful. Then Joe, one of his friends, came last minute with his girlfriend, and they were like, are you guys going to be... Um, what is it called where you're in the parking lot and you like pre-game? Tail, tailgate. Tailgate, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, tailgate? I was like, who tailgates at a concert? And Joe's like, no, at the place because there's like nothing yeah. around it. So people usually tailgate. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, So then we're driving and we're just listening to like Taking Back Sunday and Third Eye Blind. And I 
grew up with third eye blinds. Like I absolutely loved them. They were one of my first CD purchases. Like at the time you would get these, Oh, yeah, you'd get these paper things in the mail and it was like order 10 CDs for a penny. And I was just like, all right, check, check, <laughs> check. And I'm like a little kid. And yeah, my mom gets a bill of all these like 90 CDs that I ordered at the time. So their first album, like was my fucking jam. Like I just love them so much. So I was really excited about seeing them taking back Sunday I also enjoy but Mm -hmm. they weren't like I never looked out to find their music or to listen to it like I was dating a guy who was obsessed with them and he would just play all of their songs on his guitar so I liked them for that that's how I knew them so I'm like oh they're cool like I'll jam to some taking back Sunday whatever so we're at the place you know it's fucking hot like it is so hot And they sent out an email. They're like, you can only have clear bags. You have to have like a small bag. It can't be larger than this, blah, 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 blah. So I'm panicking and I bring my smallest purse and I'm like, there's no way that they'll deny this. Uh, We end up, we like are walking to the fairground or whatever the fuck. And all the girlies are just coming back and they're cussing and they're like yelling. They're so mad. And they're like pointing at all the girls who are walking and they're like, your purse is going to get denied. They're not letting girls in with their purses. What if we're on our periods? Where are we supposed to put our tampons? Like everyone was just throwing a fit. Yeah. And I'm just like, that fucking sucks. Me and Kate were like, should we deal with having to walk up there to get denied to only walk back? Cause the walk mm-hmm. was kind of a bit. So we just end up leaving our purses. Cause we're like, what's the point? Finally sit down and um, we missed the first band. I don't remember what they were called, but taking back Sunday comes out and I'm just like, I'm still like anxious because of everything, but I'm like, Oh, there's really not a lot of people here. Like I thought there would be but Mm -hmm. a lot of open seats so of course like as they start playing the seats start filling in and there's like a ton of people by the time third eye blind goes on and I'm like Mm -hmm. this is kind of like scary but Michelle like when third eye blind came on I like I kept crying because I was like it was so stupid (laughs) (laughs) it was so dumb because I was just what it's so stupid um, it's not stupid no it is no it really is stupid but like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm so stupid stop <laughs> no because like it was just so fun oh yay it was just so fun and I was like mm-hmm. okay let me get my shit together But I was like, this is so fun. And then they started singing that damn song about the fucking French (laughs) off the ledge. And I was just like, wow, like, okay, let me try not to cry because it's going to gross me out editing my voice. It's already happening. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But I was just like, it's just so fucked up. Um, sorry no don't apologize are you kidding me it's just so fucked up that like people like they just feel a certain way where it's like you really feel like you want to die or like your Mm -hmm. world is ending and it's like you can't do anything about it but you just have these thoughts Mm -hmm. and it's just it's mind-blowing that sometimes like these thoughts take control over to what you like do to yourself And it's just like, I don't know. It's just, I just wish that 
there was like an, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's just like, I, I don't know if I wanted to die, like not to get Mm -hmm. dark on you guys, but you know what I mean? It's just like, say if I was like in a really, really dark place more than I was that morning, it's just like someone could have like taken their life. And then it's like, you just don't think of, Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm really trying to say. I think you guys know what I'm trying to say, but I don't know. I just had so much fun. And I was just like, Mm -hmm. I can't believe I was so worked up. Yeah. Like, I just, I just wish I could avoid all of that and just Mm -hmm. like be present and like the fun times like it was just so fun and I loved it so much and I was like crying like on some of the songs that they were singing and I was like trying to like not let people know I was crying but I didn't Mm -hmm. care and I was just dancing the whole time and it was like super crowded in our row and so people kind of took over like other people's seats and I told Mm -hmm. Joe I was like can you go down there because his friend was in the row in front of us and I was just kind of like squished which was Mm -hmm. fine because I'm a pussy ass bitch as you guys know so I'm just like (laughs) it's fine I'll just make myself small so they can have a good time but I was like no Sam I was like you need to take up space and enjoy your night like you fucking love this band so Mm -hmm. make it um like night that you are gonna love so I was like Joe do you mind going down to the next row with Rob like I have no room to like even stand up and he was like yeah so then once he moved Girl, I was literally just like dancing by myself. It was so <laughs> fun. Oh, like, I, I love I, that. I felt like I was on drugs, but I yeah. wasn't. <laughs> I think you had like a natural high after being like so, so worked up. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was, man. It was so fun. And um, the lead singer of, okay, lead singer of Taking Back Sunday, I don't know his name, but I can't even think of it now. Okay, I didn't know I, if I, I know was going to be but... considered a fake fan, but no, 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 girl. So he was—he's so hot. Like I always mm-hmm. thought he was so cute back then, but he's so hot, and he was wearing like some short sleeves, and like his arms <laughs> looked so good. I was like, oh my god, and like sweat was just rolling off of his arms. I was like, man, this guy is hot. And then when Third Eye Blind went on, I like lost my shit because the lead singer he came out in like this Eminem outfit, Michelle. It was like mm-hmm. a full windbreaker outfit outfit like it was this white windbreaker top and like these white windbreaker pants and he came out with a beanie and everyone was like what the fuck is he wearing and I'm like oh, he knows what he's doing like it was yeah. so fucking 90s I was like no he fucking knows I was like he's setting the vibe the oh, tone man. it was amazing and like with the beanie over his head like you couldn't really see his eyes and then he would like <laughs> He took off like the jacket and then he was wearing like um, a long sleeve, but then he eventually took that off and girl, you're, you're literally going to die. He is so buff. I'm like, boy, where did you get the muscles at? <laughs> and so then we're just all talking about like how in shape he was. And I'm like, how old do you guys think he is? And everyone's like, I don't know, maybe like 45 or like 48. It has girl- to be. Yeah bitch he's 57 (gasps) Michelle like I honestly cannot wait until you see him because you're (laughs) gonna be creaming your panties I'm not even I'm like I gotta warn Michelle I have to warn her I know how she gets it's gonna be too much to take because it was for me (laughs) 
Oh my God. He I looked love so it. So good. I was like, you go. You yeah. go. <laughs> you go, boy. Uh, it was just so fun. Oh, I'm so, I'm so glad you had a good time. Yeah, it was great. And I was just like, why did I have to work myself up over yeah. nothing? It's so yeah. stupid. Like, I can't control it, but I'm you just like. You can't control like, it. I'm and just I, like, I don't want that to be my forever life. Like, it can't. <laughs> no, no. I definitely think that it's uh, personally for you. And this is obviously an uneducated assumption, right. but I think it's just a chemical thing. Yeah. And also I completely understand like why you get worked up and you kind of spiral out about it. Cause it, it must be so frustrating and like annoying and sad to like not be in control of like what mm-hmm. you're thinking, even though you're like, everything's fine. I'm having a good time. I'm going to have a good time. Why are you fucking doing this to me? You know? Yeah. It's like, I want to go. Like I, it's all of that, but mm-hmm. my fucking brain is like, no bitch. Like we're about to die. Like if you yeah. go, it's going to be yeah. awful. Like, so yeah. So <sighs> then last night I spent a few hours looking for, um, psychiatrist so we'll see. yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna be fine like it, it, it is but I understand that it must be like scary like what you were saying where you're just kind of like what if it pushes me to a, a place that I don't even want to be at you know like mm-hmm. and you can't control it that that must be yeah. terrifying yeah but sorry to get it deep on everyone no sad, but- don't worry about it do you want to, um, I did have a good time at the concert. I did end up having a good time. And so, so Joe was like, we're going to tell Michelle, we're going to see her next mm-hmm. weekend. Cause it was that good. Although everyone thought taking back Sunday, they didn't sound great mm. until like the last three songs or whatever. But I think it's just because, um, like they did have smaller sound equipment. It wasn't the same that, yeah. And that's another thing. So the last time I saw Third Eye Blind, it was in Wichita. They played at a place called the Cotillion. I can't tell you how many seats it holds because I'm not good with like measuring numbers and audiences like that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know what 500 people look like versus 5,000. I couldn't tell you. (laughs) It's not my forte. Let me just put it out there. (laughs) And so it was like very casual to where, it was just like the normal stage lights and that's it. But mm-hmm. no, I honestly felt like I was at like a, a huge concert. Like I was just yeah. so impressed. I was like, good for you guys. That place is huge. It's very nice. I love that place. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was also there to, it's their 25 year anniversary. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's impressive. I know it was so good, Michelle. I'm so Yay! excited for you. I don't even think that I told you that the bassist from Third Eye Blind liked our last post just because I think we tagged it Third Eye Blind. What? I, yeah. <laughs> I saw like a little blue check of somebody uh, that like liked it and I clicked on it and I was just like, bassist for Third Eye. Bassist. I'm bassist. Oh my God. It's okay. I'm going to kill so, myself. <laughs> I'm so excited. I didn't even catch it. Bassist. <laughs> you want me to catch it? I mean, I literally used a weird <laughs> sentence like earlier. <laughs> Don't count on me to (laughs) catch the grammar flaws. (laughs) Earlier, Sam was telling me a story. She's like, thank God we were out of town or else we wouldn't have to gone. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle's like, that's not a proper sentence. It sounds proper to me. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds lovely to me. I like it. You will Um, be proud though. I did download (laughs) (laughs) grammar. 
fucking can't talk. <laughs> I did download Grammarly. Grammarly. On Only the so, free version, so don't expect my no. skill levels to bump up that much. <laughs> You're perfect the way you are. <laughs> okay, so I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. But it was super hot. I was literally just like mm-hmm. sweat was rolling down my fucking back into my ass crack. I was like, it is hot. And Joe's like, every time he would look at me, he's like, wow, you're really sweating. And I'm like, okay, Ash, I'm having stress. Yeah, I'm already <laughs> having a bad day. I'm like, well, because you guys are fucking close and squeezing me in. Mm-hmm. What do you expect? Yeah, it's um, that's definitely a venue where it needs to be a nice day. You know, then you're having the perfect time ever. But if it's like rainy or hot, it gets a little shitty there. But yeah, I mean, we're in the middle of a heat wave and it's not going to be any better tomorrow. But ours is at a casino that just has a shit ton of AC and oxygen pumping into it. So yeah, that'll be a nice experience. Yeah. Joe was like, tell Michelle it's going to be fucking hot. And I was like, bitch, it's in a casino. Michelle's Mm going to be freezing her titties off. Like she's going to have a good time. (laughs) time yeah I mean and it's like a smaller venue so maybe third uh taken back will sound good my god that's amazing and then I think we I Rob Zombie's going on well he is on tour and Joe was like Mm -hmm. that night he's like do you want to go and I'm like yeah and then the next day he's like do you still want to go and I'm like no No. I'm like here (laughs) we go again Well, I feel I I don't know Rob Zombie. It's like if I had a free ticket and I was into it that same day, like yeah. But it's not something I would be like, fuck yeah. I mean, if it was just him, I want to go. But with all the other bands, I'm a little too scared. Yeah. Who are they playing with? Um, what is it? Power Five Hundred or something? Oh, uh, like okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone yep. else. Yeah. It's like a more gnarlier band, I think there but it's not oh never mind what <laughs> I was gonna embarrass myself again and say but it's not gnar but I was thinking guar <laughs> well that's fun I'm glad I'm glad it got turned around I am yeah. sorry though for the the start of your day because that's not it's great. my own fault do you think that like is are you usually stressed when you start reorganizing your office is it like a calming thing or just like uh, I have control I, over this. I don't know if it's a calming thing. I feel like it. I, I feel like I have to do it because hopefully on the other side I'll feel a little bit better. But it's never like a calming thing. It's like let me get this done because I can't. I can't focus on anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do any other task. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's like your version of just potatoing on the couch under a blanket. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yep. Back, back in the dark corner of my office. No, you, you <laughs> got, you saw the light. We're going to try and keep that going for as much as possible. <laughs> how long did it take you? Um, speaking of your office and I can see miles behind you. How long did it take you to make that little video? Michelle, I was going to message you and be like, can you please go watch my reel? Cause it literally took me like two hours to make. <laughs> I could imagine it looked so good. And I was just like, oh, this had to take hours at least. 
Joe was like, is that Miles? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, you didn't, because I was dragging him around and Joe like came in and I was like, I looked like a raccoon getting trash. I was like, what do you want? Leave me alone. <laughs> As you just have him under one arm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And then of course, Joe's like, you should have had Raven in it. And I'm like, I could have had Miles Pat and Raven on her little head. Oh. And I'm like, scrap it, do it all scrap over it. again. <laughs> It's worthless now. (laughs) (laughs) No, in my head, I I don't think you don't watch 30 Rock, do you? No. Oh, there's like an episode where they um, go into like people's POVs of like what they see out in the world. And Kenneth, who's like the page or whatever, and he's like goofy and stuff. He sees everybody as Muppets when he like looks out. and so when you were, when I was watching that video, I was just like, uh, when, when Sam looks at herself in the mirror, she's just like a skeleton with a bow tie. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be a cool reel to do where it's like something about like your reflection. Mm, yeah. Cause I didn't, I, I mean, I, I found out Miles's name through your comments. Cause I was just like, oh, is this like supposed to be Sam getting to work? And then people were like, oh my God, it's Miles. And I was like, oh, this is somebody I'm supposed to know. Yeah. Well, he's been gone for a long time. He was this super- is a man about town. I'm an adult. Welcome to my life. <laughs> okay, enough about me. Thanks for listening to me cry. I'm really okay. It's just, you know, it'll be fine. It was a bad day. It yeah. was a, it was a, it was a half and half. Mm-hmm. It was an all, an Arnold Palmer of days. Yeah. How was your weekend? It was good, pretty low key for the most part, but I also did have a mild scare. No, and not with me personally. And then also a premonition <gasps> that I didn't connect until the next day. But then the next, cause I told Jake immediately. And then I was just like, Oh, like I have like a sinking feeling or whatever. And he was just like, Oh, that's weird. And then the next day I found out why I had it this past weekend over in Portugal, there's just huge forest oh fires. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess they started like Friday night, Saturday morning and like my little village was literally like the epicenter there was one coming from the west the south and the east and like over like three days it was just inching closer and closer oh my god <clears throat> and fires are super common over there and like people are used to like having to put them out and stuff because it's so dry and it's hot and if it's like a fucking windy day and it just like kind of gets out of somebody's control then it's it can go apeshit um So it's super scary, but it's something that they deal with all the time. And there was even one summer that we were there where there was actually like an arsonist in our village that was setting fires every fucking day. What? Yeah. And it was actually my grandma that ended up catching him. Oh my Um, God. And in the beginning of the summer, it's like he was just setting fires like out in the farmlands and stuff. And for the most part, we were able to contain them and stuff. And then he started getting a little riskier and he started burning old houses in oh the middle God. of like, I'm going to call it the downtown area, but it's like sure. there's a hundred people in our village, but like the most compact downtown mm-hmm. space where all the houses are. Um, and that's actually how my grandparents, my mom's side, her house burnt down and she was never going, nobody was ever going to do anything with it. But when it burnt down, she decided to buy it from all her siblings and rebuild it. And that's where she lives now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so something good came out of it because it was just like kind of an old dilapidated house where people just stored things there but it wasn't really doing anything but anyway so he burned that down one day oh my god Um, for what like why did he do that he's he's not fully all there Mm -hmm. um and I think it was exciting and I mean to be honest even as crazy and as scary as it was I feel like even in the general public it was exciting a little bit because it's mm-hmm. every day you knew there was like something that was going to happen oh. and like the way they deal with fires there it's like if somebody sees it out and like because you can see far and wide so like if somebody sees it out on the farm you run down to the church and you ring the bell really really quick so everybody knows there's a fire and like the whole oh village God. comes together and they go and put it out and so I think it was just like this thing that kept building and building And I think he started getting sick of it just being out in the farmlands. And so he started like burning down the old dilapidated houses in the village. Um, So he did it to my mom's house. That was the first one to go. And then he did it to another house and that went down. And then he was putting a fire down at my other grandma's house and like this old shed that, but it's connected to like six other houses. and my grandma was just like walking down the hill and caught him and literally grabbed him by the scruff and brought him down to the cafe. Whoa, grandma. Yes. <laughs> and like, this is literally right after dinner where everybody in town is down at the cafe having their espressos and their beers and stuff. And she like threw him in the middle of the cafe and said, this is the fucking fire bug. And then everybody knew who it was. Um, my brother says that they got into a fight afterwards because he was just pissed that he like burnt down our like grandparents house or yeah. whatever but I don't think anybody actually like hurt him or anything but it was just everybody after that it stopped you know so are people in the village are they afraid to commit a crime or no because it's just their like neighbors that are in charge there's like I mean there's such little crime because yeah it's like everybody knows you so you can't really get away with much yeah um but at the same time he's also comes from a very poor family so it's not like there's even anything you can do it's not like my mom could Mm -hmm. sue him for burning down the house or anything like that it's just kind of like a wash you know um Mm -hmm. and so there's only one other crime that I know that happened there um, which is crazy besides like maybe like you know somebody steals somebody's money off of their kitchen table and you think it's this person but you don't know but like nothing extreme um, except for I don't even uh, I'll just get oh into it gosh. real quick so back in the 80s there's this woman um, she ended up getting pregnant outside of marriage not to her husband to somebody else And I think she was somebody that didn't show really. And so she just kept it a secret the whole time. And Mm -hmm. then when she gave birth, she put the baby into like this thorn bush, like out in the farm. Um, And somebody found it like a few days later, obviously the the baby had passed. And when they found out, eventually it got back that it was her, you know, she wasn't married, yada, yada. She, there was like a quickie marriage right after that. to like whoever she was dating, um, but she claims that it was a stillbirth and she just didn't know what to do with it. So she put it there, but a lot of people in the village think that it was a live birth. Oh and my God. So there's like that little secret in the town, but that's oh. the only thing I've ever heard of. Wow. Okay. So 
this might sound stupid for me to mm-hmm. ask. So people can enter other people's houses easily. Like, yeah. I mean, everything's like kept unlocked. It's like very, I mean, there's legitimately like 120 people that live in my village. Mm-hmm. So that's like, do I they have know. weapons? Not really. No. I mean, they have like, maybe like some shotguns for like hunting, wow. but that's it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very, very, very village life. And, um, yeah, there's, there's just like nothing like that. Wow. It's like, what's pretty that much, life like? I know pretty much if you go to like stop and shop right now, there's probably more people in stop and shop than, than that live in my village. But anyway, so to the fire's current day. So there's these huge fires. They got out of control. It was super windy all weekend. I didn't see anything because also it took down the power lines and the internet line. So like you couldn't contact anybody over there. Not that I had seen anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Sunday night I was out driving and around eight o'clock I was like driving down these back roads. It was like super foresty and like the sky was purple, you know, like at dusk, mm-hmm. I was like sticky and hot. And I just like got like this super like sinking feeling, like just like a blanket of like eeriness and like melancholy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Ooh, like this, like I got goosebumps Whoa. and I was just like, Oh man. And like, I got home and me and Jake were making dinner and stuff. And I was just like, Oh man, like earlier I got like the weirdest feeling like just a sinking feeling he goes yeah like what do you think what that was about and I was just like I don't know I think you know like dusk in the summer also just like reminds me of like being a kid and being like oh I hope everyone got home safe and like Mm -hmm. no kids missing because I feel like also in the 90s it's like we would all go out and hopefully everyone came home at night and if not on the news it'd be like he never came home after dusk or whatever and so there was always like that like feeling of like everyone needs to be home right now at this purple twilight hour, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I think it's that, I think it's that. Um, and then the next day in the afternoon, I went on Facebook and I started seeing news coming in about like the fires over there and how, um, they were still kind of out of control and stuff. I was able to get in contact with my aunt and she said, like, they finally have it under control. But she was like, but last night around like one o'clock too, like we were literally getting ready to like pack up all of our animals and stuff and get out of here because we thought it was over. Like we didn't think that we could beat it back any further. And I was just like, really? And she was just like, yeah, we were up all night, like fighting it and stuff like that. And I was just like, and when she said like one, two, I was just like, that's literally the time that I just like got that like overwhelming, Mm -hmm. like sickening feeling and I was just like I think that was it I think like I just I don't know if I felt like everybody over there if it was like my aunt specifically because I also feel like we've always had like a very strong connection but it was just kind of like yeah just like this defeated sinking feeling oh my god and I'm getting goosebumps right now I am too that is definitely like um a premonition like that's not you know no and it's not even I don't think like I like like I'm like a fortune teller right no it's more like that like because I even it was just like sense yeah because I was like am I about to get a call that like something happened like what's going on or whatever um so I think that's what happened but thankfully everybody in my village is fine they're able to beat it back nothing happened except 
a little bit of my grandma's vineyard got scorched Mm -hmm. and then my mom has some land but there's nothing on it that got burnt down um that's like all on the outskirts but unfortunately like the village next door a lot of shit got fucked up and then the village to the south a lot of a lot of shit got fucked up and like my aunt posted a picture where it's like it's her backyard and you can just see it and it's probably like two football fields away just like a line of fire that's just like coming at you the one you posted on your stories no that was like at night like my my god she posted something yesterday that was like I know she gets like sad too she's just like there's war there's this virus there's this fucking drought there's all these fires like I sometimes I think it's the end of times Mm -hmm. and I'm just like oh but she posted a picture from her backyard where it's like you just see the fire and it's like well I hope that stops before it gets here so who's in charge of stopping that like it can't be just it's it's gonna sound stupid I don't know no it's like It's just the people, their responsibility put out these fires or is Um, there like a system that's in place? Cause I'm just thinking what they just get water from like the local well, like, are they equipped with stuff to help this situation? I just, so they're pretty good. And like, at this point they have like fire roads. So they have like paths for like fire trucks to go that kind of break it up so that they can keep it back a little bit. So there are fire trucks. Yes. Yeah. But it's like from the city. So they have to come out. Um, But for the most part, it's like the villagers, it's the fire trucks. And then they get planes that have like these huge buckets that they dip into the reservoir and like put it out and stuff like that. But also it's fucked right now because they didn't get any rain this winter or spring. So everything's very low as it is here too, because climate change is a real fucking thing for anybody that's a denier. So there's like hardly any water to put out all these fucking fires. And yeah, over the weekend, it wasn't just Portugal, like North of Portugal had significant amount of fire, but like all across Europe, just fires. And like, we're in the middle of the heat wave. (laughs) It's just like, Oh my God. Um, but no, so that was scary. Thankfully, everything's good. Um, I was able to like talk to my mom yesterday Mm -hmm. through Facebook and like, yeah, everyone's okay over there, but things got fucked up. Wow. That is so scary. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. There's only two casualties, unfortunately, that I saw. Oh my gosh. I know it was scary too. It was like this older couple that were like trying to flee and like they're, car just like they ended up getting in a car accident and then the fire came but it seems like they were able to get like all the animals and stuff out so I think besides a severe amount of fire damage no no lives lost for the most part yeah that's so scary yeah I don't know how they do it because it's like every summer there it happens and it's like I could not deal with that stress no no especially because fires are they're so scary Mm -hmm. I mean obviously but so fast so Mm -hmm. strong so massive yeah and it's like it's the fire it's the smoke everything about it and Mm -hmm. it could just whip around and just you think you're on top of it and all of a sudden you're in it you know I hope everyone stays safe same I hope it's it's the end but also I was telling Jake that like August is usually the fire month there so it's not even August oh my gosh how many fires a year do you think they have 
like uh, big massive ones big ma- i mean big massive ones at least a dozen or more oh my gosh yeah wow yeah the place burns down like significantly like once every five years Whoa. <laughs> um yeah it's crazy it's only gonna keep getting worse so I don't know besides that I mean I'm not even gonna get into even better news but um I had an update because last week was it last week that we did an update on the Gabby Petito case I think so yeah um but over the last week there has been an update on the Murdoch case which is the case that I told you about when you told mm-hmm. me about the Petito case um and so if anybody hasn't listened to that episode, it's called No Service in Yosemite. Sam goes over the Gabby Petito case. I talk about the Murdoch family, which I did a lot of research. So go listen to it because I can't yeah, recap all of it. There's It's a good episode. It's 500 twists and turns with this one. Um, but anyway, it's about this super well-established lawyer down in South Carolina. His family has literally run the town since the pilgrims came over. Um, And a bunch of fishy things start happening back to back to back. His son accidentally kills a girl. Uh, That same son and the mom end up being shot to death in the middle of one of their estates. Um, After that, he gets disbarred because they find out all this financial shit's going on. And then after that, he convinces somebody to, he tries to get somebody to shoot him so that his last remaining son can get the life insurance policy and there's the few other deaths connected to the family that are also very fishy wild. That old. yeah that they're looking into. so anyway so at the time of the deaths of his son and his wife that were shot to death at like one of their hunting estates um he was supposedly with his father at like the hospital and even when this happened like the police were like there's no present danger to like society right now. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, two people were just gunned down. You Mm -hmm. say it's not this guy. So what do you mean that there's no fucking danger? Also the whole police department down there, very suspect. Right. Um, Anyway, so this all happened, I think about a year and a half ish ago where he tried to get somebody to kill him. um, And all of this shit came out but it was, it was like coming out progressively. Regardless, he finally just got charged with the murders of his wife and son. Um, police say that they have a mountain of evidence against him. Really? Um, They say he wasn't with his father. Uh, there was blood splatter on him that suggests that he was at the scene and his like Fitbit and his phone were at the scene his wife told a friend when she was like driving out there that he was acting fishy and that he's up to something. They were in the middle about, of about to get a divorce too, mm-hmm. um, him and the wife. Cause, and I think, I think that's why he ended up and I'm assuming allegedly, but I think it happened. I think he ended up killing them because they were about to get a divorce, which means that she was about to get like financial people to dig through all their shit. And then the, crazy financial stuff that he was doing was going to come out but it came out anyway regardless so he did get charged for that he was already in prison for uh trying to get that man to kill him 
So he's already been in prison, but now he's being charged with those two murders. So that's happening. And I guess, yeah, they just had all this evidence and people were like, well, why didn't you arrest him then? And they were like, they wanted to investigate it fully before they arrested him. Whatever. So what do you, do you think there was like a new, you know, new sheriff in town that was like, I'm gonna like, especially if that police department is shady already. Like, Mm -hmm. I wonder what the crack was to where it got the ball rolling again, you know? It must have been him being arrested like six months later and like Mm -hmm. the financial stuff. Cause I feel like when the mom and the son were murdered, he was still like an upstanding citizen. So maybe they were just like, well, let's just look the other way or something. And then after like everything else came out, they were just like, well, I guess he's already arrested, but let's actually pin him for this. Cause it seems like they knew right away that it was him because they were like, no, there's not a, a killer in your midst. You're fine. Like yeah. continue living your life. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense. It's like, they obviously knew it was him right away, but they'd never arrested him. I'm just like, I'm, if you are unfamiliar with that family, go look it up. Cause it literally is a lot. Like Mm-hmm. My brain is just, I'm like trying to connect all the wires from everything yeah. that you told me in that episode. And it's, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Sir, there's a lot what of, did, how did you think this was going to end? It's, I mean, for years and years and years within his family, I think they got away with legitimately murder. And mm-hmm. so he just never thought it was going to close in on him, you know? Yeah. Those like old I don't think in the South they're called wasps, maybe blue bloods, I think is like the term of like people whose generations just go so far back within America that it's just, you know, they're the people that built the systems that are fucking oppressive and they're the ones that run it and their families are the ones that benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they have been able to get away with a lot. Whoa. I thought you were going to say something else came out about Brian's little notebook. No, no, no. I haven't seen anything about that, but I, I saw the Murdoch thing happen. I was just like, oh shit, we're getting a lot of updates from that episode. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, not to change topics. Oh, please do abruptly, but the Halloween ends trailer was released oh i didn't see that you you don't have to watch it michelle yeah it's a pretty quick one Uh uh-huh um i feel like they didn't show a lot which i always appreciate Mm -hmm. um but i did like a trailer reaction on my youtube channel and i don't want to read the comments because everyone's like telling me like things that are gonna happen and i'm like (gasps) oh Oh. which is fine because i'll forget by the time i see it but yeah, what was the last one called? Hun- Halloween Kills. kills. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of that one, Jamie's still alive. Lori. Mm-hmm. Yep, Lori's still Her alive. Daughter and granddaughter. Her daughter, Karen, Michael ends up killing because she's fucking dumb and decides to go inside his house, look out the window, Got and it. he's like Got behind it. her. Yeah. yeah. So she's dead. Yeah. And then the granddaughter's still alive granddaughter is still alive and our and our favorite kyle richards is still alive i remember that because i was like oh she's gonna be in the sequel (laughs) yeah she's gonna (laughs) yep i'm so excited to see her 
Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. So, but those are like, everyone else is pretty much dead though. Yeah. For the most, yeah. Like, yeah. All the, the side characters. Yeah. Is it taking place in? It's going to be four years after. Oh. Mm-hmm. They did a four year time jump. Okay. They say that like COVID has happened in that universe and whatnot. Joe is like, what if Michael dies of COVID? And I'm like, shut up. They're not going to fucking have him die of COVID. He tried to trick me. He was like, yeah, they are. And I'm like, then what's the point? He's like, I'm just joking. Imagine if the whole movie is just him in a hospital bed on a ventilator (laughs) and people coming to pay their respects. Oh my God. I'm not laughing at someone dying at COVID. I know. I'm just laughing at Michael Myers in the bed. <laughs> it just is a completely different movie. Yeah. The name of the town is Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. It's coming out October 14th. Really, really Ooh. excited about that. And then this weekend, tomorrow, we're going to go see. Nope. nope. Yes. I'm so excited. That's so exciting. You got to tell me immediately how, if it's really, really good or if it's a uh, stay at home. I'll tell you. So. <laughs> Joe, he played the Oculus and he said that there was like a nope thing on there. And he's like, do you want to do it? I'm like, no, because it's going (laughs) to nope. Nope. Cause it's going to like spoil the movie for me. I don't want to. And so he played it and he was like, he goes, yeah. He's like, I already know what like the aliens look like. And he was like, so it pretty much did spoil it. But, and so then he was like, I'm not so he was excited about it, but then he wasn't, I guess. I don't know why he wasn't excited about it. Maybe mm-hmm. just because some of the reviews he saw, but I'm like, don't fucking rely on that. Like, that's why yeah. I, I literally don't read anything until after. Um, but I guess a person that he holds like high respect of their horror opinions did like a review. And he said, the guy said something along the lines of like, Jordan Pill is going to be like, he's on his way of being one of like the horror director kings and all of that stuff. And like, it was totally like, you couldn't guess what was going to happen. It wasn't predictable and that it was absolutely amazing. And it fits right into like all of his other movies, not like it fits in the universe, but you know what I mean? Like the, the standard of excellence. I Um, love that. So yeah. And Joe's like, I'm excited again. And I'm like, don't, be don't be coming over to my party when I've been excited mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah yeah see that's what I hate about that like I am the same I try to be completely as unaware as possible because I don't like going in with preconceived notions love the fact that it's not predictable because I usually I hate when I can call it in the first like five minutes and then it's same. like oh it's like it's like a good feeling when like I know I'm right but at the same time it's like okay yeah <laughs> And we're going to go see it at the IMAX. So I'm really scared. <gasps> Ooh. And you know, that's going to be a good one too. Cause it's like soft, you know, flying saucer saucers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm just so excited because it seems like most of it is in the daytime. And that yeah. is so hard doing a horror mm-hmm. movie where it takes place in the daytime. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, I just can't wait. It's like midsummer. It's like, oh, this feels yeah. like even more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. did you hear I guess she had like a boob mishaps or whatever mishap um I think she wore a dress like at some award show I don't know Joe oh me. I did see that yeah yeah she I'm just like, wore a see-through I'm like, like you meshy tell thing. Them, Florence you yeah. tell them people were saying that she is too small chested to wear that I'm like 
Fuck that's off. who gets to wear who that says that yeah people are fucking assholes and then you like look at their picture and there's some fucking troll Cyclops. monster yeah <laughs> like fuck <laughs> off you would literally eat her spit if like she allowed you to like get the fuck out of here <laughs> i just I, hate I it eat her spit. yeah i would too <laughs> i love her I just love like how like critical and judgmental people will be on like it's legitimately like a list celebrities that that have that it factor that is undeniable and you're just some idiot (laughs) that was unclimactic but you know what I mean (laughs) no I was waiting for it some idiot that's exciting I I think we'll see that when I get back are you excited for your girls weekend? I am. So I'm leaving tomorrow. Gonna catch some third eye blind, take it back Sunday. Woo-woo. Um, and then I was only gonna stay until Friday, but my friend Nikki, which I didn't realize she lives down in uh, the DC area. She's coming mm-hmm. up for it. And so she texted me yesterday. She's like, are you staying for one night or two nights? And two nights is the only acceptable answer. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was just like, well, I don't really have anything Friday evening. Mm-hmm. I have something Saturday evening. So I was like, yeah, I can stay for another night. Oh, nice. So I got to also let my friends too know that I will be at her place for an extra yeah. night. But- <laughs> I didn't realize that the concert is tomorrow night, fr- mm-hmm. Thursday night for you. I was thinking Thursday. it was Friday. Yeah, no, it's cool. Thursday. Should be fun. Um, and then Saturday night, Garden City Tattoo and Beverly is having their one year anniversary. So we're gonna go do that. Oh, fun. So I gotta try and be back for that. And yeah. not two day hungover. Don't do it, Michelle. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. And Jake's gonna be like, you know, it really bums me out. It really, it really chaffs my ass. <laughs> No, Michelle, it really bums me out. <laughs> As he's like pushing up his glasses. Oh, <laughs> with his little Crocs <laughs> sliding across the floor. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you so much. Did Joe listen to the episode where I compared him to the dad from Black Phone? And if so, was he upset? I don't know if he listened to it. Sometimes he listens to the podcast and I never know. And then he'll like yeah, yeah. bring Mentioned something up. Something. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not supposed to listen. Um, <laughs> but I did tell him that. And he was like, I'll take that. It's not the hair. Just he's like, I, he's it's like, I hair. can see it. Yeah. I think it's just the very dark eyes and the beard. Really. Yeah. Joe does have really dark eyes. Like yeah. when we first started dating, I would always be like, oh my God, like, I love your demon eyes. Like it literally looks like you're possessed. <laughs> you have demon eyes too, Michelle. I know they're really black. I love them. Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> I've been possessed for all these years. <laughs> okay. So we're going to wrap this up, but we did get a DM from a listener that wanted to hear our thoughts on something. So I'm going to read it to you. Would love to hear your gal's thoughts on being friends with somebody of different ages. Let's say a minimum of one decade between you and the friends in question. Is it weird slash unusual? Are those friendships different? And if so, how? Can the big sibling, parent, grandparent, mentor aspect or mindset be overruled so you're truly peers of different generations? Thoughts? That's a great question. Um, Mm. I I was kind of just thinking about this uh, myself the other day. So yeah. 
Um, okay. So growing up, I loved hanging out with, of course, my mom, but also her girlfriends. Like mm-hmm. I just, I loved being around them. I don't know if it's like a parent motherly thing that I enjoyed, but I really liked it. And then as I kept getting older, the women that I wanted to surround myself with or that I enjoyed spending my time with were also older. And I liked it. Like I, I, I really did like it. I was like, this is nice. And so like each decade, as I gotten older, I always had like a few women that were older than me that I would hang out with. Yeah. Um, and I don't think like, not that I couldn't be myself. Like I was myself, but I also, Mm knew if I had like any issues, they probably would address them like in a motherly way, which is fine for me. I don't mind that because if they are your friend, like they want the best for you. So Mm -hmm. what's wrong with that? But, um, now since I've moved, I really don't have anyone that is like that. And I really do miss it. Now I have a friend that is 10 years younger than me. Mm. And although like, I, I like our friendship, I don't, I don't think I'm motherly to her, maybe like sisterly, but not much because she, she seems like maybe just like three years younger than me, honestly, but it's, it amazes me when I remember like, whoa, we're 10 years apart. Yeah. I miss having the older friends. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. Really? Yeah. Not like an, not a 10 years older friend. No. Mm -hmm. I think the closest I ever got and it did transcend like that mentor thing was, did you ever meet Carrie at our old job? Yeah. So she was, I would assume she didn't look it, but Mm -hmm. I think about 10 years older than us and it never felt like a mother thing. It just felt like very much like a friend, like Mm -hmm. we're on the same level thing. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, after this camping trip, there's a girl that's like 10 years younger than me. Um, and I don't know, I think it's just the energy that you bring. So it's like, if you're 10 years younger than me and you just like, are just have a good energy. Like, I don't see the difference. I see the difference in like random little trendy things, but not in like actual personality. As long as you're not trying to be like too cool for school when you're like younger than me. It's like, I can, I can do jaded all by myself. I don't need you to be That's jaded the with thing. Life. Yeah. Like, I feel like if you're if you are, how do I say this? If you're young and stupid, which is fine, like mm-hmm. be young and stupid. Like that's mm-hmm. what you do at that age. But exactly, I don't want to be around that. <laughs> but if you're like mentally like closer to me, then cool. Yeah. Yep. Is that bad? No, not I bad. think, I think it, it just is on a standard level. It's like, I want to vibe with you. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about your age. Like I might notice it in certain scenarios, but as yeah. long as we're chill with each other. I don't care how old you are, Mm -hmm. but I do feel like if somebody was older than me, I would automatically kind of go into that mentee Mm -hmm. little sister role. I like that role though. I don't mind it. I've not, well, no, I am a little sister, but I guess I never really care about my brother's Mm. (laughs) advice or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you can. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier if you're the, the older one. You do. I do. Yeah. You might be right. It's one thing if you're just like, 
everybody's just friends and stuff. But if somebody that was 10 years older than me started being like, I'm 10 years older than you. So I know better than you. It would put me off. Yeah. I've never experienced that. It's just always been like, Hey, I just want to make sure you're good. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But if you're the older one, like, Mm -hmm. I don't think you should feel weird about it. No, no. And don't try to be, and don't my only advice. Unless they're like a teenager, right? Is that kind of bizarre? Yeah, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> so if they, are, if your friend is a teenager, I apologize, but that's you can never don't tr- do it. Don't do it. You can, don't no. trust those situations. Just don't. Uh-uh. Um, if you're 26 and they're 16, no, that's an it. issue. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Let's say you can be in your mid 20s and then have a 30 something year old friend. You know. Yeah, and then if you're in your mur, your mur. <laughs> oh my god. Murd, oh my, oh my god. Um, if you're in your mid 30s, the friend can be mid 20s, mm-hmm. but that's the cap. That's the cap. That's the cap. Nobody in college, eh, maybe like senior year. Senior year has their shit together, but kind I don't of. know. No one under 22, don't do it. No. 20, I 22 is too young. <laughs> that's like if I was best friends with like Joe's brothers, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Boys are different. (laughs) Did she say like, if she has a friend or anything? No. Yeah. So right back in and let us know if this is a situation that you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, but no, I definitely think that you definitely can be friends with like a decade, decade in between Mm -hmm. as long as you're vibing. Yeah. I feel like it's practically like five years, mm-hmm. you know, realistically, mm-hmm. if I'm, when I'm 45, I'm only going to have friends in their thirties. Are you <laughs> keep me young? If it's for you. And if you're happy with it, then mm-hmm. do it, do it. Just don't be hanging out with 15 year olds. Don't do it. <laughs> run, run away. Can't <laughs> trust them. They just want you to buy them booze. I'm going to let you know. (laughs) That's number one on the list. (laughs) Going to let you know right now. (laughs) As a former 15-year-old with a 21-year-old friend, it's uh, our relationship is built heavily on the fact that you can buy me booze. I'm trying to think like I I don't, it was always a friend's brother or a friend's dad, which don't even get me started with that yikes big yikes on that one oh you don't even know the half of it michelle is it the titty mug guy no it's it's i told you about him i'm sure walked around the house naked every time it was the same guy no that's two different men Mm -hmm. kansas is wild y'all i can't i'm never going there (laughs) no thanks hard pass (laughs) don't make me spit out my coffee (laughs) oh my god she said hard pass on kansas i mean unless i go with you for a trip i don't know why i would ever be there but (gasps) michelle you would love it we should go go to wichita yeah all right maybe we'll take a company trip out there (laughs) i would love that (laughs) all right let's wrap this up all right all right i'm gonna go ahead and just because we talked about it let's not be a dad buying 15 year olds alcohol what is the end game there sir oh you know what the end game is oh i think i know what his thoughts on the end game are yeah and it's uh 
a jailable offense. So yeah. fuck off. Apparently we're going back to the old model because Michelle didn't like the rephrase. No, 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 no. You do it. <laughs> joking. It's fine. It's fine. Being afraid to take up space. Don't do it. Let's not. Mm-mm. Take up all that fucking space, you guys. Take yeah. it all up. Take more than you need. More than you need. Everyone else fucking does it. So why should we do it? Yeah. God. Spread your wings. Spread your wings and prepare to fly. You and me become a butterfly. Mariah Carey fans? Anyone? No? No Mimi (laughs) fans out there? (laughs) I always think of uh, R. Kelly, which I didn't want to quote, so... Oh, yeah. I was just watching. Okay, I won't get into it, but I was watching an old like little uh, his interview. It was like a body language expert. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's interesting. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. But that song was like on the radio all the time. I believe all I can fly. Mm-hmm. 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 Space Jam. <sighs> Michael Jordan. Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. <laughs> it's a great song. Quad City DJs? That's it. We're done. (laughs) Bye. We love you. Bye. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay cool. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com.